I'm Gabriel Patrazio, Finger Lakes One News, and this is the Daily Debrief. Today we continue where we left off with Martin Feria, a lifelong Geneva resident and a first-generation citizen from a Mexican family heritage, in our two-part special edition of the Daily Debrief, as we confront racism and bigotry, hatred and ignorance here in the city of Geneva, starting off at the top of this program with the Hobart and William Smith College's campus a topic that Martin passionately insisted on speaking about to me during our conversation together. As the second chapter shall soon start to unfold, the audio, like the stories that you are about to hear pour out from Martin's mouth, are unedited, raw, and visceral. We here at FingerLakes1.com advise that explicit language is present throughout this program. And now sit back as Martin picks up where he left off from yesterday. Oh, matter of fact, matter of fact, I want to I want to get on this topic. Um, you coming from Hobart, you 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 should know this. So like, you know how the the whole townies and stuff like that, that whole deal scenario. But a lot of people, try, uh, well, I, I've been hearing from like you or Fred or uh, Will Knox. You remember him? Yeah, of course, so, Will, the man. <laughs> so like, they, they're they're always telling me like stuff that like college students are always telling to each other, like don't mess with the townies this and that and the third because they they all like know each other and stuff like that and it's and, like so, some students that come to hobart are like from like very racist towns like, I, I can i can like you can i can sense when a, a kid is racist from like from, i think it's like and like you i already knew you were cool man like you know what i mean when i first met you you treated me like i was a normal human being you were very polite you never showed any sign of hatred or anything like that towards me and it was great you know what i mean that's why we're friends and i, I appreciate you for that man it was, it was always great being with you you did too man i appreciate it martin i miss you man <laughs> I definitely miss you too bro some of the encounters I've had at Hobart, though, was kind of sad because, like, um, I remember one time I was walking to Fred's uh, dorm room. I think this was his junior year. Uh, there was a crowd of like, girls and, like, one guy. They were all white, and they were walking, like, toward, down where I, like down this road where I was walking up towards where Fred's house was. And, like, literally, I had to cross the street to get like because his his hot side of the house is on the right side i was on the left and the group that was coming down was on the right so when i crossed the street i literally heard the girl like oh is this is this man about to uh, rob us like i literally heard her whisper that when i like when i was walking past them and then like one one of the guys that was in the group like was like like yo you shouldn't say that like this is that's, that's messed up you know what i mean like just because he was he's a, a big colored man stuff like that and like he he you know what i mean you shouldn't you shouldn't say stuff like that because you don't know who he is you don't you don't know what he's going on and then like because I I, I I kept on listening while i was walking away he's like you shouldn't judge people like that because that that's bad especially in this town and it, it was like sad because like hear, hearing her say that was kind of like damn like that wasn't my intent. That was nowhere near my intentions of what I was going to do. I was just crossing the street so I can go to my friend's house, and you thought I was going to rob. Just and it, it it was like at nine at night, ten at night, so it was dark and stuff like that. And I, I had like a black, I had like a black hoodie on, but like still, like my hoodie, my hoodie was down. I was just minding my business, and like we're, we're on the campus. Like you, at most, I would think you probably would think I'm not, I'm just another student. You know what I mean? Just leave me alone. I'm just walking to my room or something like that. But she had to go out and say, whisper that. But I did hear it. Like, I really did hear her say that. And, like, I, I, I'd say there's more people like her at Hobart. Because, like, if if you look at the population of, like, 
all the students like what's what is it? it's, it's, it's obviously way more caucasians than there is of asian hispanics and africans i think it's 15 percent for all other demographics beyond caucasian i think we just hit 15 percent and we have like 22 2400 students on campus it's crazy and 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 here, here's the thing: a lot, a lot of, a lot of these kids do come from like uh, I, I would, I shouldn't say that like it's not their fault because it's how they were raised and born and raised and stuff like that. But a lot of, a lot of rich preppy kids there, and they, they obviously with like the mindset that they're raised in from like their mom and dad, like they're probably Trump supporters. I, I know from I've met a lot of Trump supporters at Hobart. I tell you that, and a lot of them had the same ideals as them, like build the wall. Fuck the immigrants, da da da, this and that, make America great again. And but like the way they they would say it, it sounds like you're basically just saying make America white again. <laughs> it's it's sad. It's like I mean I I can't really say I can't be mad at them because like that's the mindset they were raised in. You know what I mean? Not not no human is born racist. It's 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 something that's taught to them. And like knowing them, like wherever town or something they came from, like they they could have came from like. Who knows, like maybe Louisiana, Alabama or something like that. You know what I mean? Like areas that are like all strictly Caucasian, rednecks and all this stuff, Confederate flags, all that kind of stuff. So like you never know. You know what I mean? Everybody has a different background story. But stuff like that is just, it's sad because like they're they're ignorant towards what's going on in our daily lives. Like just because not, nothing's happening to you doesn't mean you shouldn't care. Because I can only say they, they, they would never understand the pain and suffering that our people have went through because of the fact of our just of our color of skin, like what? Then I should say there's a lot of students at Hobart that like are ignorant toward that. They, they don't they, they can care less to what uh, African American or Hispanic has to say or anything like that because it's not part of their daily lives. Like oh, I, I, I guarantee you when the when the students when school school year starts back up and stuff like that, I guarantee you there's gonna be like at least. 200 kids with the same mindset saying that all lives matter type shit, like all, all, everything. Like they're, they're trying to put the argument towards the Black Lives Matter thing. I guarantee it without a doubt. I can already see it as soon as the school starts back up. You know, t- you know, teachers going to have a hot top of this. <laughs> you know, how do you and other people from the town and the city of Geneva see the colleges? I'm curious along the racial lines. Like, do you see them as, you know, I guess, friends, neighbors? Do you see them as infiltrators into your community? Do you see them as, you know, hostile towards the city? And my second question for you is, what what should the colleges do, I guess? Like, what should they do to address this? Because you've, you've experienced this on campus, even though you're not a, a student, you're still a person, you're a friend of mine and a friend of Fred's and Will's, you know, like, you should be feeling comfortable on our campus community when we were still there for that matter, since we all graduated in 2020. So get, get at it. But, <laughs> but I'm curious, you know, like for future, you know, Martins and people who would want to go visit our campus, we should be inclusive. We should be accepting everyone at Hobart Williams Smith colleges. So, so what do you see from the town side? And then what do you think is the future? Like what should people do? Like what should the administration do to help fix that issue on campus? Okay, so uh, to answer the first question, I'd say from a lot of people from the mindset of Geneva, when it comes to looking at Hobart, I met a lot of Hobart kids that feel like they're above us and stuff like that. And like their mindset is like, oh, mom and dad, this and that, pay for this. It's like, I don't know. It's like 
basically like what a lot of team town people would say is like, oh, he's probably just another stuck up rich Hobart kid, like an asshole. You know what I mean? That's another 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 piece of shit that's gonna give us issues if we ever ever try to cross his path type shit. And we just that, that that's our mindset, I should say. That like we always see that Hobart kids are like this. I wouldn't say all. We we know not all of them are the same, but that's our more visual mindset. Like just a preppy rich white kid that's an asshole that will cause like issues with us every time if something doesn't go his way or her way, something like that. So that that's that's what I should say about what like a lot of people in Geneva would have to say about college, Hobart college kids because there there's definitely been history between the town and the college of like some racism going on stuff like that i don't really know much stories but there's definitely a lot I, I, there's a lot of people in the community that can tell you that and as for the second question how college like how i should be dealing with it is that like they sh- they should let it be known that like hey like these just because like yeah the townies and stuff like that 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 shouldn't be even existing anymore because it's just putting like a label on us i should say that like people they should treat our town people with respect that like whatever mindset that these college students came came there with is that like even if like yeah you you think you like you think you're hot shit and stuff like that like no you're you're an art like turf now like you should if you want respect which is like i tell you right now like how this town works give respect you get you get respect easy simple as that and I feel like that that should be implemented in towards all students. Like, don't don't try to treat a townie disrespectfully because I mean, yeah, for sure we do. Uh, like, uh, Geneva people do know a lot of people here, so like, you know, you don't ever want to pick a fight with somebody that's from Geneva because you never know you might pick a fight with a whole group of people just off of that one person. <laughs> so like, that's something that people uh, I feel like the colleges should implement into their students. Like, don't don't try to like cause any issues with them. Like treat them as normal human beings is the end of the day like that's what like you st- the students are too like you guys are all humans you guys are all here doing the same thing trying to get uh, a diploma and everything try to push it out all four years so like i should feel like they should advise the students to get to know the town more to make it more peaceful ties between us because like throughout the years it's just like I feel like especially because of the bars, like there's just been built up so much tension between us because like one one kid who acts like an idiot will st- stand out, say something blatant, blatantly racist towards somebody while they're drunk or stuff like that. And they should know, boom, a whole lot of fight goes out in the bar and they should know officers pull up, this and that and the third, everything goes down. So that bar shuts, closes and they should know, boom, uh, the kids go, the students go back to their dorms. Like, they're, like nothing literally, nothing happens. Like, they, I swear to God, like, I never, I probably right now, I've, t- I've never really seen a Hobart student get arrested. Like, honestly, like, go to, go to jail or anything like that for something that they, that, that they started. And never, never. And like, when it comes to the town people, nah, we're getting, we're getting, <laughs> we're getting handcuffs or something. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's nothing sweet for us. And like, it, it sucks because like, I, I don't like that because like, you know what I mean? They they started it. Why the hell are we the ones getting arrested for it? <laughs> like, well, you know, I'm interested. I have to ask you then. You know, you you talked about getting them more into the community. Do you think? Do you think that they're not doing enough? I guess the colleges, or like, do you think there's not enough essentially going on? You know what I mean? Like to, I guess, educate them or to, you know, get them more connected to the community. Like, I don't know how much more could they give, you know, because they're really connected down now already. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like more outward facing stuff, like community service and right that stuff. But I think what you're talking about is very different 
then you know what I'm saying then what they're trying to propose is the solution is this you know being civically minded and socially active in that respect so uh, correct me if I'm wrong though if that's what if that's if you're saying something else but that's what I wanted to clarify on that point no yeah, yeah. I, I, that's basically what was the point I was trying to get to it's just not I mean uh, Hobart I tell you right now they do have a lot of uh, they, they I mean the students they, they do have a lot of activity involved with community which is great and all but like it's more of like i should say like hmm, they do they do a lot of projects in dealing with the lake the environment all that stuff like trying to make the our environment more better like when it comes to like cleaning out the lake or doing stuff like that but like i never really see any events saying like 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 i like imagine like hobart actually having like a whole black lives matter rally that'd be that'd be great honestly like the town would seeing that, like you know, what I mean, something that has to do with like, like racism and all that kind of stuff, and they're trying to make that shit cleared out, so so that like they 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 stand uh, along with us with that, trying to make sure that that racism is a no fly zone at their college as well, type thing. That'd be great because like it will show the community that like, hey, maybe they're not stuck up rich assholes that don't give a fuck about us. You know what I mean? They actually care about our lives and stuff like that, no matter what the color we are. Because like, I tell you right now, like, like I said, there's been a lot of scenarios where like a lot of students have came to our town and caused issues when it comes to racism. And which caused like us, like as a town to have that mindset saying like, you know what I mean? They, they are pieces of shit. <laughs> so I, I should say like, if, if they do stuff more like that, saying like, hey, we're going to have like a culture day, get to know, you know what I mean? Like say, say like, Hobart try to hold like a festival, like the Latino festival, like but at at their campus. You know what I mean? That'd be great. Like honestly, that'd be awesome. Like I would help out the community more because like there's a lot of African American, Hispanic owned businesses here that like aren't really doing well. It's just because of the fact that like the students aren't really like coming there to like support and stuff like that. But like. If, if this, if a college campus actually starts doing stuff like that, it'd, it'd mean a lot to us, really. Because like, like, I, it'd be awesome if like my like dad could have like a, our like we could have like a Latino festival going on at Hobart. Because like it would, we could introduce a lot of ideas to the students and stuff like that. Like we could have like guest speakers come out and like have speak of whatever they want to speak about to the students and stuff like that coming coming from like an Asian heritage, Hispanic heritage, something like that. It'd, it'd be nice. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're trying to influence our culture onto you guys. And it, it'd be, it'd mean a lot because that's what, that's what Geneva is. It's, it's, we're a big bowl, a, a big mixing bowl. I agree. Well, it's hard because I look at it too. And I, and I see it's like, you know, Chief Pasolacqua marching on Sunday with the protesters and such. And I was interested because you've, you're a lifelong resident and I was curious, you know, what did you think of that when you, you know, I don't know if you were there at that event or if you saw it in the paper, what did you think of seeing Chief Pasolacqua raising his fists in the air and marching with the people? Did you feel that was a, a genuine act? Was that sincere? I know that, you know, you have friends that have dealt with the Geneva Police Department in the past and, you know, had their issues. How did you read that? I'm curious. Um, 
I, I should say that like it's very great to know that like an officer of that position is very supportive of community and the protesting that we are doing and what like we're trying to achieve. It, it shows that like at least there's some good officers in the police force here in Geneva that are trying to help us out with what we're trying to achieve. And it, it, I could say it goes half and half because like throughout like the media and stuff like that, there's been showing that like officers have been like taking knees and trying to support like protests as well. Videos of showing the officers who did do that are like hypocrites. Like, you know what I mean, they're, they're people who are, are they're officers who like, come try to like make peace. How should I say? I, I've seen a couple of videos of people, officers that are part of the protest trying to like say Black Lives Matter and this and that and the third. But they have like a, they have like history of many like crimes or like or like things that they've done in the past that's showing them that like like I feel like they're 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 just there to like be there. They're not really supportive of the movement. So like it's kind of hard to tell of like if an officer is just there to be there to just be like hey I'm I'm just trying to get the community off my back or like he really is there to show that I really am supportive of the community and that I really want Black Lives to actually matter. So for him, I'm very happy that he was there because it shows the community that like, hey, there's an officer here that really does care about us. And he he, it was great to know that he pro- he was marching with us. I wasn't there for that one, but he I did see it in the newspaper, so it, it did mean a lot to the community. I just hope that like he actually could like stay with that path. Like I mean, don't become one of those officers who are hypocrite just because like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be there to get the community off my back type deal like not nah, like I'll, uh, hopefully like he still sticks with what what he believes in being at that protest showing that like the black lives matter and that all people should be treated equally and that like we should be able to avoid any very deadly interactions with police officers based off like the fact that like, you have to fear me based off my color or skin what do you think are some of the solutions or things that you'd like to see change here in the city to better bring balance and equity to all people, specifically people of color? You know, we've been talking a lot about the police accountability board, the PAB, and also diversity quotas among government positions, and also possibly the reduction of the police force in Geneva. So I was curious to hear, you know, if you had any things you would like to see happen in the city of Geneva to make things better. Mm-hmm. Well, one one thing's for sure is that like I should probably say that like the training needs to be more advanced. I actually had went to like a a protest like we had a special guest speaker and she was telling us a lot about the Geneva Police Force and they were saying that like it was simple to actually get into the Geneva Police Force like they there she was saying that like all you had to do was be twenty and above and then you can just do a little paperwork a little a little test from here and there and some training and boom you got the job and to me that's like wow, like, that's, that's, that's kind of, it's, it's like, basically, like, just getting, like, a, a, trying to get a full-time job, basically, it's not, it shouldn't be that simple, like, you should really go through a lot in order to become a police officer, because, like, you should know in, the, in this day, day of world that, like, all these issues that we're dealing with, like, they shouldn't have to get this job and have that badge on their chest so easily, like, you should really deserve it and know everything that you're doing, because, like, she was explaining that, like, how police officers are, like, not really your friend, honestly. When a police officer, like, try to pose, pull you over or something like that, if they really want to be dickhead, they will lie to you. They will lie to you, and they will want, they want you to get in trouble, basically. I have I had a friend of mine who, he said he was walking home one day with his girlfriend, and he, he actually had to go drop her off at her house. And apparently where she lived, she was right next to, like, a, a nail salon or something like that. 
And it was nighttime, and he was saying that he dropped. When, when he finally let her go, she went into her house, and he said he probably took about 20, 20 – he was about 20 feet away from her her house that he said he saw three police cars pull up on him. They all came out, and they told him to put his hands up, and he was just in shock of wondering what's going on. And what he explained to me is that, that his story was that, like, the officers told him that they they are suspicious of him for thinking that he was going to rob that nail salon. And in his mind, he was like, why the hell would I ever do that? A, a man robbing a, a nail salon, What? where does that make sense? And he was explaining to him that, like, he hates the fact that, like, officers are, like, putting so much bullshit on us for no reason just to, for us to get in trouble for what? Like, if a male or a female Caucasian person would have walked by and do that, the chances of an officer pulling up three police cars deep like that, that that scenario probably would never have happened. They would just drop by and let it, let whatever happened happen. They don't, they don't care. But apparently when a a black man walking near a business at nighttime, it's suspicious. That was in Geneva? Yeah. Was that recently that happened or do you remember when that event occurred? I think he told me it was three or four years ago, but he brought he 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 brought out that story to tell to the whole entire crowd that was there that day. He was telling me that they were always harass they harassed him like they, he was saying explaining that he, he was trying to just walk his girlfriend home, but the officers weren't like really trying to have it. They were just trying to like bullshit and lie, saying like no, you had th- you had plans of trying to rob that store, didn't you? Just trying to get him to admit something that he didn't. And I mean that, that doesn't exist. Like something that like you can't you can't say yes to because like that was not his idea whatsoever. He didn't have, he didn't have that mindset, which it's sad. Like why why do why do police officers have to feel like they need to harass us? We as Browns and African Americans can can't really live a normal daily life. Like we can't just go out and enjoy our day. We might have an officer pull us over and say hey and say some bullshit that doesn't have any relevance towards us and then they're going to be like you match the description so we have to either take you in or search you from there on it could escalate even more because sometimes officers are very brutal like sometimes when like officers try to say like let me see your hands and something like that and they try to put your hands behind your back sometimes they hurt you obviously normal human reaction you pull away because pain is pain you don't want to feel that and then right from right there on police officers will say like oh you try to resist arrest they can go ugly very sad that we have to deal with such things in our life like that. It's definitely unfair. And I mean, you know, I, I look at it from the distance and you're like, why does this happen? People think that these are isolated incidents, but they're definitely not. Like they happen, as you said, all the time. And they're, you know, frequently occurring, simultaneously occurring. But I think, unfortunately, the way that the coverage works is the media usually doesn't show it as they're all together or they're all interconnected. You know, partly this is to show people that how often acts of racism really do occur and it's not an anomaly. It's not in your town. It's in the town over type of thing. But it actually does occur in Geneva. It happens everywhere else because I can definitely see a lot of people say, hey, we're not racist you know, look how culturally rich our community is, look how uniquely urban our city of Geneva is, like whatever that means, you know, we've, we've heard that for so long. You know, I'm curious, what is that, what does uniquely urban mean to you? You know, when, when did you first hear that? Because you grew up in the city of Geneva, you were born and raised. When did you first hear that? And what did that mean to you? Do you consider Geneva urban for yourself? You know, I'm curious. Mm, I should say yes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say fully into it, like, yeah. Geneva is a very diverse place, and all we have, everything you can probably think of, Asians, Jamaicans, Hispanics, uh, Caucasian, everything you probably can think of. But here's the thing, even though we are like that as a town, because obviously, like, Pinyin and Waterloo doesn't have that. They're more, it's more of, like, a Caucasian town, stuff like that. Even though we are like this here in Geneva, 
we still have the issues of racism here, which is sad because, like, I, I, like seeing that Geneva's a pop of different things, we still have that issue. And um, I'd say it's kind of weird how the town works. Um, there, there's definitely some racist people here, and they, they don't make it clear as day as, like, some people you would see in other towns be blatantly racist and stuff like that. And that's like here in Geneva, you obviously they can't do that because they know how many people are of, of color here. And like that, that, that racism in this town is a no fly zone. If that happens, we're shut, we're shutting it down immediately because we don't like that shit whatsoever. But like that issue is still here. So like it's th- thankfully, even though we're in a, living in a very diverse town, we are still dealing with little racism issues from here and there. But as a, as a community, a lot of people are together as to like stopping racism. Like they, they don't want that here. It's kind of funny, I should say. It's kind of ironic. Uh, these past protests I've been walking in, the marches and all that other stuff, there's been a lot more Caucasian people at these protests than I should say of African-American and Hispanics, which is kind of sad in a way. But like, it, it shows that like there's a lot of Caucasian-Americans here that are very supportive of us. Like They wish that racism shouldn't exist either. And I love seeing that about our town because it shows that even though there is some racism, there's people who hate it completely. These past few days, seeing like how many people come out and show love and try to show that like do Black Lives Do Matter and all that other stuff, it's a, it's a very unique moment, I should say, because it shows that like the town is actually trying to get together and like abolish the poison that's in, in our hometown. I have to ask you: Do you have your final sign off to the city of Geneva to the people there? Do you have anything you want to tell them? I'd say for my last message is that like no matter what size you are, how you look, what color your skin is, don't don't put judgment onto them. Don't don't ever assume somebody's like this just because of one experience that you had with them. It could always be a different story. Like me, like you know me personally, like I, I I'm a, I'm a good, I'm a good man. I don't judge nobody. Like you I let you try to impress me. I want I want I want to know your story. I want to know who you are and like I don't, I don't, I would never pass judgment on somebody. So like, I, that's something I wish for the town to, to like get a working on, a work on to. Don't, don't judge the book. Read, read the book. You know what I mean? Read it. Get, get to know what's it about. Don't just think, oh, I don't, nah, don't, I, I don't want people to be like that. So like, that's something I feel like the town should be working on. Don't ever judge somebody. Get to know them before even opening your mouth. That's for sure. And I, I, I feel like that's, that message is enough. It, it can go deeper in the detail but like yeah don't don't judge somebody just get, get to know somebody you know what i mean you never know somebody could change your life at fingerlakes1.com we see and hear you if you wish to share your struggles with racism bigotry discrimination hatred or sheer ignorance here in the finger lakes or even beyond Just reach out to us by emailing debrief at fingerlakes1.com and we'll be ready to listen to you and your voice because your voice matters. I'm Gabriel Petrazio, Finger Lakes One News. That's all for today. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.